<laughs> so, I am not wearing the panda onesie. What is up? Well, I wasn't wearing it in the intro, so I didn't want to wear it now. That's that. That has nothing to do with it. If you watch that intro, let me explain what was going on there. Oh, I forgot. This I this is me at the end of the video putting this right 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 here. Um, please like and subscribe. Subscribing is important to me because I've been stuck at the number that I'm at, which is a low number, so I'm not gonna say it. It's 14, okay? Just click the subscribe button. You won't get any notifications because you're not turning the bell button on, but I'm trying to make some moolah from YouTube in addition to the podcast. I make money from the pod. Just hit the subscribe button. You can dislike it. I don't care. Hit the subscribe button. Okay, bye. Me, Ashton, was running on a track, except it was on the infield, it was on the field, the little circle inside of the track, jumping up onto a little barrier, jumping out of the barrier, and I kind of messed that one up. That is how you train for La Steeplechase. If you don't know what the steeplechase is, it's a race and track where you run on the track and they put this big barrier, a few points on it, and you have to either jump over it or jump on it and prepare yourself off of it. There's one point where there is the barrier and right after that there is the water pit. So you jump up onto the, the, the barrier and you try to jump as far as you possibly can to get over the water pit. I had never done that before so I was training for it and that's what that video is from. And we will get back to that. That is, that is also very important. But the story doesn't begin there. Today's story of I run therefore I am crazy begins many many years ago and I can't even count how many years ago. When I was a wee lad, as I like to say, or a little boy, little boy boy, little boy, little teeny weeny boy, I grew up in Albuquerque de Nuevo, Nuevo de New Mexico? I don't, I don't think I'm saying that right. Uh, I grew up in New Mexico, Albuquerque, New Mexico. And the sports that I played were soccer and basketball, because in my house, you played a sport. Doesn't, you didn't have to be good at it, but you were going to be athletic even though I was a kid that wanted to sit inside and play Minecraft all day. I played soccer and I played basketball. And was I good at them? No. Not at all. Uh, except for my last season of soccer, I, I was taller than everyone else and then I would um, body tackle. The Sorry, Dane. If you're watching, I'm not gonna dive into that story. Oops. Tee <laughs> Okay. While I was there, there was an episode of The Middle, I think that was the show that came out, where Sue wanted to try out for the cross-country team, and she was on crutches, and she couldn't, but she wanted to be on that team that year, or something like that. And I remember looking and watching that episode, sitting on my living room couch, and going, I'd like to try that. Even though I was not the athletic kid. I was the kid that ran like this. Uh, it, it was weird. Yeah, I'm not athletic at all. Zero athleticism. It was, it was sad. It really was. Alright, let's skip forward a little bit. Uh, actually, no, let's, 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 go, let's go back. Put the picture on the screen! This is a picture of me, when I was young, young, holding up a race medal. Uh, it's probably a participation medal because I hated it. This is when my dad made me run a fun run for kids. As you can see, I clearly don't like running in this picture. Uh, let's put up another one. Okay, so what happened? Now I love it? I don't know. Yeah, my dad used to put me into fun runs all the time, and I hated them as a kid. Fifth grade, I was like, I'd like to try that. 
Sixth grade. I'm in Florida now. And my parents take us to the Y and they drop us off there because they were doing like babysitting night at the Y because they didn't want to leave us home alone for reasons. And at one point they brought us into this gym while all your kids were playing other stuff. I had decided that I was going to run laps around the Y gym. Now this is a decent sized gym. They would fit like three little kid basketball courts in there and then something else. I don't, anyway, I was running and I was like, I like this. Uh, yeah. That didn't last long though because my parents used to take me and my little brother to the track that was down the street and I would try to run on that thing. Except try uh, wasn't the right word. Huh. It was not run. Everyone else in my family would go one, two, three, four, five. I don't, I don't know how many laps they could do. And I would walk. I would not run because it was miserable. It was in the middle of the day. It was in the heat. Who wants to run in that kind of weather? But not then. I didn't want to do that then. <laughs> no, no. Why? Oh, why would I do that? Seventh grade comes along. There, I was in a PE class, and there was a sizable amount of kids that I did not like. I thought they were douchebags, um, and I think they need to be humbled. Because, remember, I played soccer and basketball, but I was not good at it. So in PE, you would play those games, and the only ones that I seemed to do well at were flag, no, capture the flag. I could run. I knew I could have a little speed, but only when I really tried. So the pacer test came along. And that day, I felt like these people need to be humbled. I am going to make them suffer. Because these are the kids that the year before, they were like, oh yeah, I'm the best at the pacer test. Mm -mm, not, not this year. Mm -mm. I've had enough of your poo-poo, poo-poo, doo-doo. I can't use the, 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 the word. Oh, I see, I had to bleep that one out. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. So, uh, I went, I went hard and everyone else sucked because I'm very competitive and I knew I had the, the ability to screw all of them over. And at that point I was like, you know what, I might enjoy running. And uh, the PE coach thought, yeah, you might be good at this kind of thing. Do you play it? And I was like, no, I don't play running. You don't, no one plays running, but I also don't run. So, <laughs> And then a few other people told me, hey, you should really try this. So I found a running club near me and I went to practice and it turns out I was only supposed to run one mile that day. I ran four. Wait, no, I think I ran more than that. Yeah, I ran five. It hurt. I ran walk, run walked, whatever, however that you say that. Uh, and I sucked. It was bad. But I'm stubborn and I don't give up, so I kept doing it for two more months. And at the end of that year, I had ended up running an 800, and I, 800 is two laps around the track, and I, I, I was a lot faster than I thought they would, they, well, wow, that was not English, but they thought I would be. I was like, okay. So then I keep running, I keep running, I'm doing cross country for this club, this is now my eighth grade year. And somehow I make it to be one of the faster people on that team. At this point, I know running is my thing. I like it. Go to high school, start running here. Yay, fine, it's, it's all good. I meet some of the, the closest friends I've ever had. COVID hits. Uh, I don't know what to do. I'm gonna be honest. I have depression and anxiety. I'm medicated for it, I wasn't at the time. Uh, COVID was hard, it was not easy. And my solution to cope with it was to run, run a lot. I would wake up in the morning and run six miles and then at night, I would go and run six miles. That's 12 miles a day. 
our coach, when COVID happened, our high school team was, all high school sports was said, look, coaches, you can't coach right now. So our coach said, hey, I'd like you guys to run. I can't force you guys to run. I can't do anything. But if we ever happen to be back in school, I will be giving like prizes or something to those who ran the longest miles. And the prizes were a shirt and a gift card, which everyone knew was coming. So like, if you didn't want to run, there really was no punishment for it, except that when cross country season or track season began, you were going to suck. Uh, some of us took it to the extreme. I, I took it to the max. So six miles in the morning, six miles in the night. And the night runs, I'd usually have my AirPods in with Green Day playing. And that got me through COVID. But that wasn't it. That was Monday through Friday. And I would take Sundays off. Saturdays were a long run, and they started out mild, or mild for me. They'd start at eight, eight miles. Uh, and they slowly got um, longer. The longest they got was 20. At that point, my running coach said, I really, I really do not want you to go over 20. And I went, fine, I'm not. Problem is, since that was what was getting me through COVID, nothing was going to stop me. I did feel a pain in my leg. I'll lift up my leg here. This is not going to be a sexy sight. I can tell you that. So from here to like here, uh, that's where the pain was about. Uh, my solution was take three or four ibuprofen as well as with an Aleve before each run and pain went away and I was fine and it was great. Now I don't know if you've ever run 20 miles before, but after the first six, your brain goes, yeah, I can do this. Well, if you're fit. The, then you hit the seven, you're like, this is stupid, eight, this is stupid, nine, this is stupid, and ten, you're like, okay, I got it. And you kind of zone out and you feel like you can run forever. This is called a runner's high. You feel amazing. You feel like nothing in the world can pull you down. And that's how I felt. It was glorious. So I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. And it's getting hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter. The sun is beaming down. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. And I finally, I turn around, I come back, and I've hit the 20.3 20 point, 20 point mile mark. At that point, I'm going like, ha, 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 Because... I had gotten four miles, I mean, four hours of sleep the night before because I was up texting a girl, go me, except not go me, that was, that was stupid. I should have rested before that. Uh, I had just run 20 miles, so there was no water in El body, and I was tired. I had a headache, but I was super excited. But your brain can't think after running 20 miles because your whole body's like, blah, blah, I'm done, I'm done. So I get in my car. I text all these people, guess what I did? Because I, I was planning on doing it, but I didn't tell anyone. I always, I told everyone else I was going to go a lot shorter than that, just so I could even not have anyone scream at me. Yeah, I went kind of far. And I was still taking the ibuprofen and the Aleve. So the rest of that day, I'm dead. I'm, I'm laying on the couch. I'm falling asleep, waking up, hydrating. Lots of Gatorade. Oh, so much Gatorade. Like, the amount of Gatorade that went into my body that day. That, that, was, that was a lot. Uh, there was also a lot of food, a lot of water, a lot of pee, but for some reason the pee was always yellow, probably because I was always dehydrated that day. Just const, constant state of dehydration. However, brain couldn't think. It was glorious. I would love to do that again. Let's skip a few months ahead. Uh, I never took a break. My leg kept hurting more and more, and at some point uh, I could feel it through the running. Yeah, or I mean through the through the medication I was taking, 
I could that that stuff didn't work anymore. Um, so there there was a lot of ow ows on on the run runs. COVID COVID over. It's not over, but we all got to do sports again, and I realized oh this this no bueno. So I I went to the doctor. They're like yeah you have a stress reaction. A stress reaction is. Your, your bone is kind of like ee, 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 ee. it's not it's not cracked it's not broken yet but if you keep running it's gonna be broken I go okay what should I do then take some time off 14 days got it understood so I took um, a week off just one not 14 days Woo! and I slowly I like would run run and then swim run swim alternate every other day sometimes I'd ride a bike, just some form of cross training, but I needed to run because that's how I stayed sane, even though COVID was over. Wasn't over. Uh, yeah, it got pain got worse, worse. So again, of course, had to go back to the doctor, but I didn't go back to the doctor yet. This is the district meet. Also happens to be my coach's birthday. <laughs> the. A few hours before the meet, I was getting my stuff in my cross-country bag, your warm-ups, your clothes, your, your, your running shoes, and I'm on the floor, and a searing pain was going from the middle of my foot to like the about a little bit higher than my shoe, and I was okay. like... I found this on the web for pain was going from the middle of my foot to that. Check it out. Okay, that scared me. That I I was like, who is in my room? Yeah, uh, never do that again, please. I don't know why she keeps activating the videos. I swear I'm not doing it on purpose, but I'm keeping it in. I hope you saw the look of fear in my eyes, like, what's going on? Anyway, yeah, uh, searing pain. That's why it sounds like, oh, yeah, lots of pain. And uh, my solution take a little bit of extra ibuprofen, and then I got to the race, and I took two more, uh, and we started running, and after the first mile, it, it hurt a lot. I'm not gonna lie. Mm, hurt, it hurt, hurt a lot, lot, and I started dropping back, because that amount of pain, I had never felt that before, and usually pain and run, that's good. You're, you're pushing. Uh, not that time. <laughs> Woohoo! Not that time. No. Uh, so I'm like, I'm, I'm dying. I physically feel like I'm dying. And because I'm hurting down there, I start getting this weird mental state. Everything is like, uh, uh, uh. psyching myself out. So I slow down. This was maybe the slowest race. Actually, it wasn't. I, I ran, I think, 17, 20. It's not a fast time. It's, it's not. For a 5K. Not for me. But I did. Or maybe it was a little bit closer to 17. I don't know. And when I finished, I was down. Ashton down, on the ground, holding his leg. There was ice, there was everything. Our school trainer comes over and she goes, look, you can't run, you have to see the doctor. And my dad's there, and it's like, okay. And my coach is there. We, had any, we really didn't perform well in the meet. And I'm there on the ground, like tears dripping out of my eyes because I'm in pain. He sees it, he's disappointed with the results. And then the parents decide, it's his birthday! So they get him a cake or something or all these gifts and they gather around and sing happy birthday and look on his face. I'm not going to forget. He was, he was pissed. It was, <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> Hi, Boza. Hope you're watching. I don't know if I hope you're watching. <laughs> yeah, okay. So that was funny.
So I go to the doctor, and he's like, it's broken. We got an MRI done. It, it, yep, broken, fractured from the middle of my foot to the lower point of my leg. So my leg and foot were broken. Well, that means I couldn't run the region or state meet. And in case you hadn't noticed, I like running. So we talked to the doctor and we're like, give me something. Something to make the pain go away, away. And I promise after I run these last two meets, I will stop and actually take time off. And he's going, no, you won't. But, and I'm going, yes, yes, I will. Fine. I will wear the boot. I will wear the boot. And he threatened to put me in cast. I was like, no, I'll actually wear it this time. Because after we found out a stress reaction, I wore the, the boot until I started running and I took it off. And he threatened to put me in cast. I was like, mm, no cast, boot. And my parents were on board because I'm a little I'm crazy. And they were like, yeah, he needs to run. So he gave me prednisone, which helps with inflammation, helps with the pain down there. So two days before state, we got my coach and we were like, hey, if Ashton doesn't feel pain, can he run the state meet? And I would have been the seventh guy and only the top five score. So he was like, you know what? I'm, I'll let you do it. Uh, so I went out and I ran at a park with him, just me and him and he stood there and I faked my way through it like it didn't hurt. And then I said it didn't hurt because I wanted to run. So two days later, we're up in Gainesville, nope, wait, yep, nope, Tallahassee for the state meet, state cross country meet. And I take my boot off, I'm at the line, and we start running, and half a mile in, oh boy. This is the most it's ever hurt before, because you're going fast. You're in these shoes that are not meant to support you, and uh, I knew right then, it was a no bueno, but I was going to finish that race. My dad saw it, and at about the mile mark, 5K is 3.08, something like that. He And you parents see you all throughout the course, because they'll run from spot to spot to see you. He knew it was bad, and he yelled at me, stop! And I went, mm-mm. Uh, I ran that entire race with a broken leg. With pain meds, but it still hurt like hell. So, I run, therefore I am crazy. I, I need to run. Yeah, it's, uh... Yeah, I did that. And then the worst experience ever happened. Actually, that was kind of the worst experience ever. So at that point, I knew, okay, I, I really do have to stop. I have to take it seriously. I have to recover. <laughs> so I stopped. And when I was, I, I did a lot of PT. I was biking. Anything that wouldn't really put a lot of pressure on the leg. However, the first run back and I went to my normal running spot, which is nowhere near the race course, it was almost like reliving the race experience of having the pain, having the shock. And I, I had to stop running at that point. I had to just sit there and go, uh, my heart was beating really, it, it was an anxiety attack. It was a panic attack. It was one of those. I'm very familiar with them. And I it was just reliving that. So that it took a long time to get over that and to be able to, I can run again. I can, I can do this. I get over that, I do senior year of cross-country season, because that was junior, so now we're in senior year. Finished cross-country, wasn't the best season, and at this point, I don't think I'm running in college. I'm like, nope, not doing it. I, I don't know if I can. I, after this, I want to go on a marathon training, because I didn't, which means for high school, track season is right after cross-country. You wait for the, the, the 
let's say it's false, you wait for the winter sports to get over and the track will start, which I'd still be training through it. So I was training, I was training a lot. And I had decided that I really wanted to run the steeplechase, which I described what that was earlier. If you don't remember, go watch it. I'm not putting a timestamp. Or just pretend like, you know, we'll keep going. So I told my coach, I really want to do it. And he goes, you know what? If you will run the 4x8 relay, which it's a relay race. If you don't know what the 4x8 is, go look up videos. I don't want to explain it. I'm not like some real YouTuber. I'm some dude that usually sits with a panda suit and like just talks. And now I'm talking in a tank top and running shorts. You like my short shorts? I like my short shorts. So he agrees and he starts training me for the steeplechase. So you run around the track. You, I start training with hurdles. So besides the video that you saw, I was learning how to jump over hurdles that height. Um, and then you had to train for the steeple, the water jump, which is when you jump on the thing and propel yourself out. So that's, that's the video you saw at the beginning and it's so funny, let's watch it again. <laughs> okay, we've seen it again. Tee hee hoo hoo. Uh, I, that was the one time I really failed. I didn't do that a lot. It maybe happened two times. I can't find a video of me successfully doing it because my coach is evil. No, he's not. He's like one of my favorite people in the world, but he refused to send me any good videos. He sent him to another coach, but he wouldn't send them to me. He's like, no, you get this one. Okay, fine. <laughs> so it's time for the steeple. It's early February. Uh, I mean, sorry, late February. And I go up to Georgia to run this race and my mom goes with me and I'm running, I'm running. And the first steeple, which is the beam, that you have to jump on or over, I, I, I'm psyched out. So at this point, I'm like, I'm, and I cannot make myself jump over it. I can make myself jump on it. Fine, I'm doing it. Uh, I'm one lap in. I feel my leg go like this. So in my heel, I'm like, oh, no. Heel and ankle. No bueno. But I'm not going to stop. Are you crazy? So I keep going. The water jump. The water's freezing cold because when I left there, it was like 30 degrees. So jumping in the water, you're like getting a shock every time you're doing it. And so when you're running and you hurt yourself then and it's in a race, your brain kind of goes, it's not as bad as you think it is. So I'm like, okay, I got, I got this. I can keep doing it. My time was 17 seconds off the school record. And I was fully intent on doing it again until I stopped. I mean, after I finished and I stopped and I realized I couldn't put my heel on, I couldn't put my heel on the ground. Uh, it hurt too much. Yeah, it was bad. Could not put the heel on the ground. So the worst part is we had to run to the car to get to catch our flight on time. So I run to the car. My mom is already there. She can she knows something's wrong because I can't walk right. I can't run right. I, I really didn't run. I hopped on one leg to get to the car. Uh, yeah. And the entire time I'm, I'm trying to change out of my tank top and get these pants on in addition to getting my shoes off and my socks so I can put my dry stuff on. I'm leaving the wet running shorts on. Those will dry. Those aren't a big deal. I have that all the time. That was not easy to do in that much pain. When we get to the airport, I cannot go as fast, but she needs to make sure that our flight is on time and that we'll actually have good seats in the flight. And I tell her, leave me, go. I'm a big boy. I can navigate the airport. 
now she didn't leave me until TSA because TSA it's TSA pre-check which she has and I do not so I was sta- standing in the long line I was standing oh wow so much pain I had to navigate the whole Atlanta airport with with that a lot of lot of pain um I'm hoping it's a temporary thing it's not I get home and I'm I'm realizing oh oh no so that night we we I get to tell my dad all everything that happened. We dunk my foot and leg in an ice bath. I go to bed, wake up the next morning. It's it's bad. So we take myself to a urgent care. They do an X-ray and they're like, we can't see anything. Okay, that's useless. So I finally have an appointment with real doctor. They see the same doctor from before. He sees the X-ray. He's like, I don't want to see you again ever. Because that means you got injured again. I'm like, yep. So he can clearly tell that it's really, really swollen. He's like, this is not good. So I go get an MRI on the leg. And they have to hold my foot up like this in the MRI just so they can scan it. And that is also very painful because they're holding it in place where it cannot bend to. And I'm sitting there for an hour. Get out. Two days later, go back to the doctor's appointment. He looks, look, there's all this fluid in here. That's not good. But I can tell you right now, both sides of your ankle are, are bruised. The bone is bruised. You have a severe sprain in your ankle. And I go, is that why I can't put my foot down? And he goes, that's why you can't put your foot down. Yeah, that's right, dum-dum. He didn't say it that meanie. He, he's not a mean guy. He's a funny guy. He's funny, funny. Um, yeah, I couldn't run for a while. I, there was a lot of PT. I don't think I ran for two months, a little bit longer. That was really hard. Yeah, it, it, running is my coping mechanism. It's my way to survive. My, it really helps me process. And I didn't have that for the longest time. And I, I got used to life without it that last month. Um, yeah, it was hard. There was a few other events that I'm not going to talk about in this video. I might talk, touch on later. Um, yeah, running, not running. It, it, for someone who had been running for five years at that point, and just to have to stop. Actually, I think it was six, or maybe five and a half. It, it, it's, it's hard. It's not easy to be forced not to run, knowing that it, you did it. You caused this to happen to yourself. It, it was tough. <laughs> I have goosebumps talking about it. However, my PT lady knew how bad I wanted to run, and I would, I would bitch at her. I'd be like, can I run today? Can I run? She, one day she finally goes, okay. She's the nicest lady I've ever had for PT. She goes, okay, try to run across the room. <laughs> Ow. Wow. And I knew I wasn't ready. So after a little bit more time, and I'm able to slowly jog. And I'm. she says, do half a mile. And I accidentally do, accidentally do two miles. Oh, it felt so good. Uh, but I really wasn't ready to run yet. So I was not running every day. I was running maybe once or twice a week. By the time she finally releases me, I'm running maybe eight miles, but not every day. It's it's not it's not a lot for me. Maybe eight miles this day, skip, 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 eight. Or actually no, it'd be eight one day and then four after I skipped a lot of time. It, it was not not pretty. And part of me was scared to get back into the running because I knew if I got back into it and I got injured again, I'd have to go through that feeling, that withdrawal. It really it is a withdrawal. So I'm now at the point where I'm back. I'm running almost every day. 
However, I, I don't have the fitness I once had. I used to be able to run 6.45 pace. That's what my 20 mile run, it was an average of 6.45 per mile. I can't do that. My runs now are like 7.30 pace. Sometimes they're above 7.30. I can't make myself do a workout because I don't have anyone to like right next to me to run with me and push me that fast, which when you're training with a team, you do. But since I'm in a transition summer, graduate high school, running in college, but no one now. So I'm trying to get back into running. I'm, I'm doing the long runs. I love the long run. I love, I'll go six miles every day, only once. And then in the weekends, I'll either go do a 5k, which is the next video, or I'll do a long run. But I'm never able to do them super duper duper fast, which sucks. And my heart rate is so much higher than it used to be. It's like in the 180s, 177 range for every run. I'm getting there. I'm getting there, but it's hard. I run, therefore I am crazy. That's, that's this video. I need to run. I'm going to run tonight. I might actually wear this out. I oh, know I'm not going to wear this. I'm no shirt, no shirt, no shirt, no shirt, but yes, these shorts. I love running and I, I'm going to get back to running fast. I, I'm going to run in college for at least one year, probably two. I don't think I'm gonna go the whole way. I might, this video might turn out to be like, oh, he, he thought he was wrong, or he is wrong. I might do all four years in college, but I know after I'm done with cross country and track, I'm going into marathon training. So this was definitely a, a different kind of video. It was more of a serious tone. There were some funny bits, but mainly serious. This was a fun video. I actually really enjoyed this one though. Um, yeah, I run there for I am crazy. If you're still watching, like and subscribe, comment. All right, uh, toodles.